For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, welcome in to the Keep Prowling podcast today. I mean, it's a very, it's a very, sometimes, you know, I have a very special guest, and I do, but today it's a very special episode. We're doing, we doing some end of season awards specifically yep. for the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 that's a hard, uh, hard one to say, I think. Think for suspect to do, but hey, you know, team. they played their tails off. What can you do? We, yeah. we got to learn or we got to know just the growing phase, right? Yeah. So, yeah. we're and starting I mean, back at the foundation. And there were some, there, there was still a little, you know, even in struggle, there's still yeah. a little excellence in still there. Still some you hints know. of it. Still, yeah, that's you know, all you can ask. Still for. a little excellence in there. But I got my guy, Lawrence Gilligan, from WCCB News Rising. I'm yep. the host, DJ Beal. And, and look, we're we going to get into it, all right? As you guys are thinking, I know the, the wheels are turning up there, okay? I know they're turning. <laughs> As you think, we go, I'm going I'm to go through the list, and then we'll go through them together. Sounds good. Uh, you know, and we've had had a couple of changes. Curious to hear your thoughts as well. Okay. Let me go through this list real quick. Yeah. Talk, we'll talk about those changes we've had since the last time we got Sorry, on. I know, man. And, lots, um, lots you know, we'll give the people a chance to kind of just brew a little bit while, okay. while we do. So we got MVP. Right, of course, the most valuable player or person in this kind of scenario. Uh, you got offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and surprise of the year. You may have some more because we we had developed the list. I said this is yeah. a little too hard. I got to adjust a little I know. bit. So I know we'll, we'll see we'll see what you got. Um, also, but I know before we got going, we talked about. We're talking about this coaching search, this GM search, and how mm-hmm. big of an offseason this is going to be for David yeah. Tepper. Um, I don't know about you guys out there, but is this the biggest offseason in David Tepper's regime mm-hmm. as the owner? I think it is. Hands um, down. Yeah, so Hands he's, down. he's made some decisions. Of course, you got Dane Morgan as the GM, former player, played on that Super Bowl team. But also, you got Dave Canellis. That young offensive mind that we've talked about, yeah. that we've wanted, that we've been like, this is what we need. We right. need something a little different. We need you to take a shot in the dark. We need you to take a chance here, David Tepper. Yep. And yep. he did. He yep. did. you got to give did. him a little bit of credit because he did. He did. You you have to. You know, sometimes you try to, to reinvent the wheel or, or, you know, you just can't do it. You know, you have older head coaches and things like that that have the experience. And then sometimes you have, you know, the Sean McVays of the world, you know, mm-hmm. uh, guy, guys like that that you're like, who was this guy? He was the guy behind the guy behind the guy, yep. right? You know, and you're like, okay, cool. So he gets a chance. Why not? Why not him? You know. Mm-hmm. So to wait and see. It's exciting, man. It's good to see um, young, fresh blood coming in. Hopefully, a fresh mentality. And I do like the mentality of of both Dave and Dan saying that, hey, like they want to win and they're hungry to win, mm-hmm. and they want guys in the locker room that feel the same way. Yeah. So that's going to be huge. And it seems like it's interesting. They come from two different sides of the ball. Right? Yeah, like. That's good. Dave Canellis is an offensive mind, mm-hmm. right? He's going to be able to kind of groom this offense a little bit. But we know Dan Morgan is going to – he's already said, like, I mean, I know uh, I know, I got uh, Campbell over there in the Lions. He's like, you know, I'm going to rip some kneecaps off yeah. and bite some kneecaps. I, right. Dan Morgan might be from the same blood, okay? Yeah. He might be from the same bloodline, all right? He's got that fire. It, he, he does. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just very interesting, man. Uh, you know, it, it – 
I, I feel like anytime you get something new, whether it be a new quarterback, whether it be new players, mm-hmm. whether it be especially new personnel, new front office guys, you start to think like you, you start to get this little like a little bit of an excitement just because it, it you know it's new. It's, right. it's something you know. Hopefully, it's out with the old, in with the new. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, at first I think with Dan Morgan, a lot of people were like, "Well, it's an in-house hire, right? He played for the team. You know, he's the guy you know. Mm-hmm. You know, type situation." Were you concerned? But then you bring in Dave Canales, which is kind of completely out of right field. Right. Um, you know, especially considering what has went down, you know, up north a little bit with the enemy. Yeah. And that situation yeah. with him not returning to Washington. I know. You know, it makes you, it just makes you it, it, it makes you think now, albeit Washington, I think, probably did it right mm-hmm. to, to a certain degree because mm-hmm. they keep. If you feel like being me is a commodity, you keep him away from everybody else because everybody else is hired. Right. But there's all but and I keep forgetting about this, but there's also that offensive coordinator spot that maybe BNME could step into possibly. You never know. It yeah. depends on that's the thing too, because they all have certain philosophies and what they want out of production and certain, you know, schemes and how they wanna attack on offense and things like that. And if if it's something that you're like, oh, I'm not really into, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. No one, you know, no one's telling you to. No one's forcing you to do it, right? Um, so we'll have to wait and see. You know that that name. Uh, I mean, hey, he's, when I saw him being released, I was like, wow! Yeah. I was he's, shocked. He's worked with an interesting kind of cast of quarterbacks. Both of these guys. Yeah. Like when you think about Dave Canales, uh, you know, and him and Dan Morgan, of course, have the connection with Seattle and Pete Carroll and all that right. too. But when you think about Canales. He's worked with Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, Geno Smith was floundering in the league, it felt like. Right. But he, we didn't know what Geno Smith was going to be. We mm-hmm. thought, you know, maybe he's going down that bus territory. Yeah. But now he's, you know, been a two-year he's starter. He's rejuvenated we'll his career, yeah, for sure. Hands down. Baker last yep. year. About to get an extension off of being coached yeah. and helped out by this guy. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where you're like, it's funny because you see Baker making the playoffs and things like, you're like, oh, man, we Panthers had that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. That Baker Mayfield was not the same that we saw in Tampa. Right. You know what I mean? Completely two different right. guys. You know, so it's good to see his success, and also good to see that, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Dave Canales is a guy that has worked. He's he's helped quarterbacks turn the corner and have mm-hmm. those light bulb moments. Yeah. And the emphasis is the offense. The emphasis is Bryce Young, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you drafted a quarterback, no matter what, if it was going to be C.J. Shroud or right, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. anymore. We, right. We're with Bryce, so we got to stick by his side, right? Mm-hmm. So now you need a guy who can mold him and put him and, and guide him into the right way. Right. You know? And I think, too, it, the other interesting thing is, you know, from what people have said about Geno Smith, from mm-hmm. what people have said about Baker Mayfield, those things haven't necessarily been said about Bryce Young yet. Right. So he's still young. He's still got time. Yeah. And I think people would venture to say, now, let me know what you guys think about this in the comments. But I think people would venture to say that Bryce Young is probably, raw talent-wise, is mm-hmm. more talented than Geno is at this point in his career, as right. Baker is yeah. at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that shows a lot of upside, too. Yeah. I think sometimes we might forget about with a guy who has only been a one-year coordinator. Yeah. But there's, I think there's a lot to unpack, and I think it'll be interesting because – I was talking about it before. Dan Morgan will get his shot at showing what he can do first because, mm-hmm. of course, you got free agency and you got the draft and all that before yeah. you ever put players on the field. Yep, yep. It's good, and I think it's good that they, they kind of got the hiring phase out of the way. 
you mm-hmm. know, and now they can move on to really, really um, nailing down who they have on their board player-wise, right. you know what I mean? And obviously some personnel-wise too, right? Because yeah. a lot of it, some some changes here and there, right? That happens whenever you get a new head coach, new mm-hmm. GM. But yeah, now you have your board and now you bring in your head coach and now you can both, now you have that debate. You know, I'm like, oh, well, what would you see in this guy versus that guy? And then you, you come together. So it's good. It's a good young hire on both sides. Hopefully these guys can age into the roles, you know, and, and, and turn the Panthers around. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see. And I, I know I'm, I'm excited to see what what happens as, as it you know comes along, because it's interesting. You know, when you think about where the Panthers finish this year, mm-hmm. right, you're like, you, you think about like think about Baker, right? Like mm-hmm. the Browns, worst team in the league. They get the number one overall pick. Right. Kinda, it it's a slow turnaround, but they finally you know they finally do turn it around. Yeah. Like you know the the time that it takes, you know, is one of those things where it's like you know you you see that little bit of a spark. And I yeah. Think we saw that this year. I think so too. I, you know, I think the win loss record doesn't do you any any good. You know, any justice. But no. I think at the same time, like you know, I think I think there is a difference between this team being. Two and fifteen as they finish. If they were eight and eight and still played the type of football they did, where mm-hmm. they made it look good, but they found ways to win games, I think yeah. they're thinking a little bit differently. Oh, for sure, hands down. You know, and maybe um, if they don't start out slow and things like that, and things snowball, maybe Frank Reich still has his job. Who yeah. knows? That's you know, true. who knows what what can, what could be. But here we are. You know, turning yeah. the page and hopefully to a, a successful, you know, twenty twenty four season. Man, mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's hard. You know, we've talked about it before, how many years it takes to get there, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously C.J. Stroud and Texans kind of caught lightning in a bottle that mm-hmm. this past year in his rookie year already kind of had maybe a scheme that was already suited to him and the guys around him to help him, you know. Yeah. So it is what it is. But, hey, we just got to – all that outside noise, you just got to focus on what the, the Panthers are going to do, right? Mm-hmm. So good, yeah. good for C.J. Stroud, you know. And, and even he even came out in the media, you know, pumping up Bryce Young, man, like, yeah. hey, man, like, it could have happened either way, you know? Right. It could have totally happened. So, like, just hang in there because they're friends, obviously, mm-hmm. and everyone's rooting for each other, you know? Yeah, and, and I think, I think too, interestingly enough about Dave Canales is kind of going back to the guys he's worked with, mm-hmm. he's worked on utilizing their strengths to the best of their ability. A lot right. of people, you know, and that's the thing, like, a lot of people want to, want to discuss, well, they weren't really a top offense under him, mm-hmm. but you know, specifically Tampa Bay. Yeah, right? Tampa Bay wasn't a top offense under the, under him. But also, we got to also remember that in Seattle, that's a run first team, so mm-hmm. you're not going to see all these fireworks when it comes to Definitely. passing the ball. But you know, he made them formidable. Yeah, and then when it comes to Tampa Bay, you know, they do have a lot of talent, but they play in a heavy defensive division. Mm-hmm. You know that that is designed to not allow people to score a whole right. lot of points. Yeah, so you know, I think that's different too and interesting to see him go kind of uh to a division rival that's another yeah that, you know, know. adds to it too so yeah, been the, 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 that clause in your contract you're like yeah mm-hmm. you can go anywhere else but anywhere in the division yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh man but yeah we'll see man i mean hopefully it's a bright future ahead i'm, I'm excited about it yeah. why not you know okay. you know, it, it, it can only get better All i right. think so let's let's jump into these end of season okay. awards uh for the carolina panthers you guys obviously know who won the Season awards for the rest of the NFL, but yeah. we wanted to have a little fun, do it with for the Carolina sure. Panthers. Get, yeah, that's fun. Make, make it a little team specific. I love here. it. I love it. So I'm trying to think: should we start with the MVP or should we start with like Offensive Player of the Year? Maybe. Uh, we can do Player of the Year's first. Okay. How about that? Okay. Yeah. So let's do. 
I'll do offensive player of the year. Okay. I'm gonna say Adam Thielen. Man, uh, yeah. A guy who you signed to kinda maybe not be necessarily the guy right. in the wide receiver room, but he still showcased that like he's still you know, he's, he's still a veteran got a lot, guy. Yeah. A, a lot to give. I think so too. I think he does. You know, I think um it's hard because you come into a situation, you know, and where you're asking a lot from a guy. I mean, heck, he he was the number one guy in the Vikings until, you know, obviously Justin, Justin Jefferson yeah. kind of stepped in. It happens. But he's still got some gas in the tank. I'll tell you what. I'm mm-hmm. looking at his stats. I wrote it down. He had 103 catches, uh, 1,014 yards. Going further back on that, it's the first time he actually had over 1,000 yards since 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. I'm like, wow. You know, one year he was hurt and things like that. But still... That's a lot of production that I personally necessarily didn't really see, you know, mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, this, you know, it's just so frustrating to watch because you yeah. want to see them succeed. But he had some good moments, man, and he didn't even start off the season really that healthy. He had that ankle injury, you know, mm-hmm. so he's kind of like, is this guy even 100%? Yeah. But I think the thing is, yeah, like you said, he's a veteran. Um, I think he can teach a lot to Bryce Young and guys like, you know, in terms of timing, in terms of things that he sees from a mm-hmm. wide receiver's, you know, uh, perspective so uh so yeah i have to agree with you on that adam thielen okay um for sure that's my offensive play of the year okay. and i mean mm-hmm. i don't know if i have any honorable mentions per se yeah um Chuba, i think chuba hover could get a little bit of credit i don't know about offensive player of the year yeah really, but he could get a lot of credit because i mean i even wrote him down as my surprise of me the too year, yeah you know, yeah i'm like, right there with you you signed Miles Sanders? Nobody's expecting Chuba Hubbard to outrush Miles no, Sanders. No, I mean, uh, no. I mean, n- no one. Like, no one. Lo- you know, by double, at least, of what I know. the production. So I know. I just crazy. hope it's not full gold with Miles Sanders. Let's put it that way. I'm yeah, a little, little disgruntled about that. Yeah. But it was see, it was good to see Chuba have, have a great year, for mm-hmm. sure. It was. Um, and then when we look at Defensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. who you got? Man, it, that's that's a hard one, right? Because obviously, you know, Brian Burns is the guy, right? Uh, Frankie Lubu, man, that dude had he had sixty six solo tackles, one hundred twenty five total, five and a half sacks, fifty nine assists. So the guy is a ball hawk. He was yeah. always around, right, making plays. Um, and then you look at Derek Brown, yeah. one hundred three tackles, man. I mean, he had he had forty six assists, two sacks. He had fifty seven total or, or solo tackles, mm-hmm. uh, one hundred three overall. But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to go Frankie Louvu for sure okay. um, just because, you know, I think he's been around. I think he's a great ball player, you know, but I think this year was kind of his his um, his year of kind of coming out mm-hmm. and showcasing what he's made up to because you need that guy to help Ryan Burns out, yeah. you know. Uh, so, yeah, how about you? Yeah, I, I think for me, I, I wrote them both down, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I'm leaning more towards Derrick Brown. I like it. Just because, like, I, you know, Frankie Louvre, I think, was everywhere. But I think Derek Brown, you can say the same thing. Yeah. You know, from Fantastic that interior here. spot, he's, you know, he's everywhere. He's sacking the quarterback. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, pushing you back and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I, I think, you know, there's a reason why he's the guy he is and, uh, you know, why hopefully he'll be around for a long, long time. I so, know. You know, I know. Like he, he's, he's a guy, like, he's one of the cornerstones of the defense. I think so, too. I think, I think you know, Louvre – is another guy who probably is. I think mm-hmm. even Frank Reich said it. He's like, we like this guy. We like yeah. what this guy can do. He's, he has a high motor. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you need him to be, he'll play any position you need him to play. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think, you know, those two, mm-hmm. uh, and especially if you can keep Brian Burns. I know. You know, that. You know, I, I think for next year, Evero is going to have a chance to kind of continue to build. I think so, too. That, you know, continue yeah. to build around that defense, which was, you know, very, very good. Considering. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good considering they were on the field the entire, you know, because the offense mm-hmm. struggles so so much. It's it's hard to be able to compete at the level of 
how they're, you know, they need to compete at whenever the offense is three and out and sputtering. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my gosh, we can't get a little little drive here to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, fill up the gas a little bit. But those guys perform well. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do love both of our picks, man. Derek Brown for sure and Lubu. I mean, those, like you said, two cornerstones along with Brian Burns, if they can keep them, which I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. You know, if they can keep those three guys – and uh, figure out ways to maybe get some free agents or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is solid, man. I mean, obviously, if it wasn't for a lot of the injuries in the secondary, yeah. they're, they 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 were definitely competitive. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's the biggest struggle right there is it the injuries. Is. Uh, injuries overall, because yeah. Sean Thompson got hurt too. So yep. it's like, but injuries in the secondary has been a recurring issue. I feel like for the Panthers, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, so. absolutely, absolutely. But hands that down, does bring me to my coach of the year. Okay, which is uh, Evero, uh, the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I would say you know. I, I think what he did, considering some of the positions his offense put, yeah. uh, the, the Panthers' offense put mm-hmm. him in, you know they they locked in for the most part. Now they had they they struggled a little bit against some really good offenses that most teams would struggle against. Right. Uh, but once again, we're talking about a team with injuries in the secondary mm-hmm. against these high flying, you know, high power, high octane offenses. Yeah, so for sure. Too, so. For sure. I mean, even it takes me back. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna side with you too with him as well. Even that game, you know, when it was the monsoon here at Bank of America Stadium mm-hmm. against Tampa, it's a rival. Tampa kind of needs to win the game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, uh, for, for their season, right? right. Granted, yep. they still made the postseason. But still, Panthers trying to play spoil. They had every every chance to kind of just – or no, Atlanta, excuse me, not Tampa. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Falcons. Right. Um, so they had every every chance to kind of just fold up and not really, oh, man, we're playing in the rain, you know. Mm-hmm. But the defense showed up, man. They made turnovers at the end of the game. Yep. They were – man, so that games like that, man, is when I think a defensive coordinator's, you know, fingerprint kind of shines. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It shows Absolutely. you how, how really gritty – and how strong they really are. Yep. So I agree with you on that. Okay. I, I, I like that. Do you have any more that you know them? Do you want to no, mention? No, just, just my like. I won't, so if we want to move on and go with rookie of the year on the defensive side of the ball, kind of hard to pick out because, I mean, you got a lot of guys that played because of injuries in this, you know, the yeah. secondary. So I had uh, Jamie Robinson from Florida oh, yeah. State. He had mm-hmm. 10 solo tackles, played sparingly, obviously, behind guys on in, in that safety role that yeah. – you know, it's understandable, right? He yeah. is a rookie, you know, and uh, he's not. He was kind of forced into the role of, of playing more than maybe mm-hmm. that they wanted him to. But hey, ten yeah. tackles. Hopefully, he brings a lot more potential to to next year. Yeah, I I, I probably agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the rookie class really struggled. It felt like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, you know, kind of being sure. thrown into the fire a little bit, but. I will say, you know, yeah, kind of like you said, you know, he made plays when he could. Yeah, um, it's what it is, man. It's hard. I can only imagine trying to le- learn on that curve. You yeah. know, you go from practice squad elevated to a completely different speed. Right. And no one go. you know, it's a completely different game. So yeah. sometimes you got to learn on the fly. And that's good game experience, though, too. Mm, you is, know, yeah. it is a tough year in terms because we want to win, right? Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, guys get hurt. And you got guys like here that are getting that game that game experience, right? Yeah, that absolutely. you need to have that depth. Yeah, that's why there's a depth chart. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I will say to offensive rookie of the year, probably yeah. the Jonathan Mingo, probably because I I feel like for, really I feel like for him, I don't know, it's tough, right? He had what 400 and some change yards. Yeah, receiving. like I feel like he was kind of thrown into the fire a little bit too. And you yeah. know, he had some ups, he had some downs. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if I think about anybody else, I mean, you got Chandler Zavala who played a little bit mm-hmm. on the line mm-hmm. like, during some injuries, but I don't think he necessarily played well either. No, yeah, it's Price hard. Young obviously didn't play well. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. I mean, I think if anybody was turned to the fire more than anybody, it probably was Bryce Young. For sure. Right? Uh, yeah. With changes at of offensive coordinator, you know, just. That's why he's that been a rookie of the line. year on like, the offense. You know, what do you, you yeah. Know. I, he had, I wrote it down, 62 sacks. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad he made it out alive. Let's be realistic here. Yeah. He got, he didn't get hurt. That was, you know, a couple of in, or that one injury earlier. I think against the Saints, he suffered home at mm-hmm. that home night game. Um, other than that, though, it was shocking, honestly, to see him get up uh, after some of the sacks he did endure. Um, that you're like, oh my gosh, because it is a franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. and it's hard because it's like, well, he is the future. Yeah. But when do we kind of like? take him out of that because right. you don't want him to get hurt, especially yeah. at, the, at the end of the year when you don't have anything to play for. Yeah. You're not even playing for a first-round pick, right? you know? Yep. So that's my rookie of the year, just because, I mean, he threw for over 2,800 yards, um, 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. He was, though, in passer rating, 73.7, which ranks 32 out of 32. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that kind of goes in contrast with who did he have to throw to, let yeah. alone the time he had to throw, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's a tough first year, man. I mean, it is what it is. You know what he did in college. He played for Alabama, one of the best programs in the country. The guy's no chop liver. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The guy yeah. can ball. Um, now it's time for, yeah, for for the head coach and the GM to get him some, some real weapons. I hate yeah. to sound like that or say, you know, I don't know these guys, mm-hmm. obviously, um, but I do want to see them win, you yeah. know? Um, I'm not saying you have to get, and maybe that comes down with scouting and things like that too. I don't know mm-hmm. who knows, you know, yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we will. Cause yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's a good one too. Cause he was kind of thrown in a tough situation. Yeah. I think, I think he will be this team's MVP year after year. After yeah. Year I hope so. Year. I hope so, <laughs> so, man. I really you know, do. I, I, I hope think so. it was just a rough start and, and a rough situation for it's a lot hard, of these man. guys. It's know? growing pains, man. Yeah. I mean, Oh, to endure that first season, man, gives you a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. But I think a guy like that has that true competitive nature that it's only going to make him stronger and better in the end, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I'm hoping that's the case. I think it will be the case. Yeah. But the front office has some work to do. Yeah. You know? So what do, what do you think about MVP for the Panthers this season? Oh, man. I mean, Eddie Pinheiro. I, hey, you I have him on it. there. I got Let's him. go, Eddie. Look, he, yeah, look, he won. He won some games for this he team. He did, man. He Both did. Both of them, literally. Yeah, <laughs> like, actually. You know? Yeah, like, actually. So I mean, I think overall, like you're not gonna throw Eddie Panera in the MVP discussion overall, right? Yeah. But and, and you hope you don't have to if you're <clears throat> a good right. enough team. But right, you know, I I think I think he deserves a lot of credit for what he did I for this team, and you know, winning a couple games here and there. He had for this some team. big time kicks, you yeah. know. Uh, he had some that he missed, obviously. Uh, I think like in Seattle, but he got him back though too. You know, yeah. he so it, it, it's a it's a tough position too. You know, so um, obviously every kick critical, but mm-hmm. given the circumstances of you know the amount of pressure he had to kick even yeah. these smallest field goals you see him go wide right go left yeah. easily mm-hmm. um he came through man so uh yeah tip of the cap to him for sure yeah i, I love that i would also say the fans uh, deserve the MVP yeah. award for just sticking yeah. around and you know being frustrated voicing your opinions but at the same time yeah. you know you, you some of us were up. still out there you know yeah. some of us were still they, they were still right know. i know i wish it was you know some some of those games though man i'll tell you what the away team had just yeah, obviously you host the Niners and Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Teams like that have long running history. Like, yeah. of course, 
you know, it's hard. It's hard. They're going to come no matter yeah. what they're going to come, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that's the thing, too. The Panthers, I, and I think the city and, and true Panther fans are going to stick by this team no matter what. And that's what you have to do. I mean, I'm a Panthers fan because I live here. Um, I've, I've embraced the fact that I want this team to succeed for sure. Yep. You know, um, I'm also a Raiders fan. So now I've seen them endure almost the same thing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, here we go again. But it's okay, though. You know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of hopefully, you know, man, be competitive. I still think the NFC South is winnable. Yep. I really do. It is, yeah. It's so it'll, winnable. It'll be, and especially as things go along, and even in the free agent market with some of these guys, like yeah. Mike Evans, he's out, he's out there possibly, yeah. right? Like you know, there's guys in the division yeah. that you got to think about. But. I know, I don't know, I, I, I don't. I, I, if you're Mike Evans, you got to probably stick with Tampa Bay, especially after last year. Now, maybe if they don't make the playoffs, maybe it's a different conversation because he's getting mm-hmm. older, and I would think he would want to get back to a Super Bowl, right? Because that's mm-hmm. what you want to do. So you wouldn't in the go twilight to of your career. maybe a Kansas City where you might have a better chance at getting one. I mean, I don't know how Mike feels about playing in the cold and stuff but that ain't for me you know (laughs) i'd rather go to la or somewhere where you know it's a flashier team and they have a legitimate shot at getting there baltimore Baltimore. there you go baltimore's not that cold you know it's cold but it's not you know negative four degree weather you're playing in um but yeah so i we'll have to wait and see for free agency that's that's going to be the most interesting thing and the most um see what they do because obviously they don't have a first round pick so yeah. they got to do something they but spend i spend some money yeah and, and that's great what what a what a what a uh a, i would say an, a fun exciting problem to have yeah. to actually have money to spend on these guys mm-hmm. you know so hopefully they can get Thielen some help yep. so Thielen doesn't have to be forced into that role of being the playmaker every every time mm-hmm. you know the, the brian burns saga continues to be one it, it always and it will be until <laughs> until they extend you know they come out with a new contract or figure that out then mm-hmm. it's going to always be that'll definitely always be a headline for sure this mm-hmm. offseason so i have to wait and see what they do obviously yeah and that's the thing too it's like well how much do you pay him you know, if you granted X amount of years, but you do have this money now to spend on multiple players too. So it's like, mm-hmm. where does that all fit in? I'm not a numbers guy, so I don't know how that stuff works. Yeah. I wish I did. I know, right? But you're like, man, how do they do? How do they make some of these moves sometimes? Yep, you know, I, I do want to ask too. Yeah. I, I feel like this team wouldn't be the same without this guy, right? Maybe not MVP. Ooh. Right? Maybe not MVP per se. Oh, man. But Dave Tepper. I'm going to see if you guys are listening. All right, Dave, Dave Tepper, because this team would not be the 2-15 and 15 Carolina Panthers without Dave Tepper and the moves that he's made. So, so keep, keep going. Take yeah. that. Keep, keep, keep going keep with going that. With you, sound, you sound pretty disgruntled I, there. I mean, I just feel like if you take if there was if there was a different owner, it might be a different result. You know? Yeah, I'm not saying you know he's going anywhere. I'm not saying anything about that. Right. I'm just saying some of the moves that he made are direct, you know, correlation to, to this type of thing, right? To to this team being in this position that they're yeah. in. You know, he hired Scott Fitterer. Mm-hmm. He hired Matt Rule. Yeah. He hired yeah. Frank Wright, and then fired them all. Yeah. To well, continue to pay them for years and years to come, which is going to go against the cap, also. That's true. That's true. So maybe, so I don't know. I mean, what, what would you rather do? Drag this thing out with the Frank Reich or something like that? No. You I, know, like, well, what's the alternative, right? I think, like I said, I, I, I'm all for giving these coaches a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, don't give them a year and hope that they're going to just I solve. I a full year. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah that a couple was, months. Yeah, that's hard. Something, there's something that happened that we don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Something yeah. happened between management and the coaching, and it could be a, even a combination of that, and maybe Frank Reich didn't jive with the locker room. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You don't know, And you couple that with the pressures of winning. I'm sure those those you know those conversations didn't go well. Yeah. And then and, and if I'm, you lose your locker room, forget yeah. it. Yeah. I don't care who you are. It's yeah. not. They're not gonna. I'm sorry. Yeah. And still, I mean, these are. They're still human beings. They're yeah. not gonna care. Yeah. And considering also that Tepper likes to kind of put his hands in places that they don't belong. Right. Sounds like, like a Jerry Jones type move. Know? Sounds like an Al Davis type move. Yeah, just, I mean, it, like sometimes I feel like he, he's not letting the guys that he hired do the job. And that, see, that could be the thing too. And and that could be an easy gripe from Frank Riker or anyone else. Like, let me do my job. Why am I here? You know, you're here to micromanage, and that's it. Yeah. What it seems like. Yeah. You know, we simple. all have them. We all have micromanage. Well, actually, yeah. you know, I will say here, it's not, it's not, yeah, not, not, too not too bad at all, man. We let, we get to breathe a little bit, but we've all so we had to, those micromanagers where you're like, just. So we need to get our stock into the Panthers, then. To I think. So. I know, yeah. know. Get us figure that out too. I don't know. You can't catch me buying any PSLs though. They're <laughs> still expensive. Um, but it, you know, I just hope. Like I said, I hope they have a tough schedule. It's going to be an interesting schedule when it all comes out in terms of. Mm-hmm. When they're playing who, yep. you know. Um, so that'll be interesting, man. It's just, ah, get me back to training camp and back to game one of preseason. Yeah. But before we get there, we got yeah. one more game. One more game. Okay, I'm going to whip this out. I brought this in. I meant to wear it for the MVP awards. Uh-oh. But I got some. Uh, yeah, I'm taking off this. Don't mind the. If I if I smell because yeah. I've been anchoring for four hey, hours. Four hours. Four, hey, four hours. That's a long time, yeah, my friend. I actually smell still kind of a little fresh. I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, four hours. He's, he is uh, bringing this. out the yeah, golden check jacket. This, check this out. He's bringing out check the out golden this jacket. Still Look at pretty much in good condition. Look at that. I got this back when I uh, when I covered the Panthers way back in the day. I won't say for who, but yeah, this That's is a nice. uh, game apparel yeah. here. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you, you got the the patch on there. I'm telling you, this is this is the real deal, DJ. We don't mess around, man. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go and buy this on the street corner for twenty bucks. This is the real deal. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the the, the, the big game, man. I, Who you I got? Think, I think your big game ready at this point. I, I am. This is this is quite comfortable. I have to say, I, only, I I hardly ever wear it. Better than a suit jacket, you'd say. Mike, what do you think? No, I, there's nothing better than a fresh cut or a fresh, nice, nice suit jacket. Man. Do you do, do you the tailor? No, <sighs> man, we don't have it like that, DJ. <laughs> no, I pick out my own sizes and make sure, <laughs> make, you know, like ah, put that one back, you know. You gain a little on the side, lose a little on the side like, to like, make man, it. What, what happened? What happened? All, all, you know, the dad bod transition. All you dads out there know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, big game, man. Chiefs, Niners. Unfortunately, this team's not in it. You know, I know, uh, man. Th- there's Dang. always room for. Maybe it's hard to believe, year, man. We're at Super Bowl Fifty Eight. This was eight years ago. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Just goes to show you how long it takes, man. To yeah. it, it happens every year, man. I, I, unless you're a, like a Chiefs type team or yeah. a Niners type team who's been around forever, and you want to go play for the logo, right? Mm-hmm. How long does it take to get to the Super Bowl, let alone win it, yeah. and then get back there? Yeah, you know, it's That's true. Incredible what, what what you can do, and and I think I think too, it, it's interesting because that brings up a, an entire other discussion. Yeah, because if the Chiefs win, you know I'll have to eat my words and uh, oh, call man. them a dynasty, and I don't want to. But, I, you know, everybody everybody hates the winners, man. I'll yeah. be honest, man. Like like the Chiefs were the lovable underdog. What a couple uh, 
what four or so years ago when they're trying to they're, they're scratching and clawing to get there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you know they're losing to Brady. Yeah. Who's the yeah, not so right. lovable underdog anymore? Off, right. They're the guys. So yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. And I think, but I think also there's a window, right? Because yeah. Travis Kelsey can't play with him for so long. Right now, Mahomes is still young. Yeah, you know he's he's still doing his thing, and I think they'll still be around. Mm-hmm. But I think when Travis Kelsey goes, I wonder if this dynasty goes. Possible, it's a it's a possibility, man. I mean, you saw the success from Tom Brady without Rob Gronkowski and with him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, he even brought him in Tampa. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And look what look what happened. Yeah. Oh. Brought him there for a reason, and I mean, they still got there and won it. Isn't yeah. that wild? Yeah, so yeah, you're right, man. It goes to show you, man. That's that's like a almost like a marriage that you hope lasts a long time, you know. And um, and, and that's the thing too. I I'm not sure how old Kelsey's got to be in his 30s, right? He I think is, he's got to be like he's 30. the same age as Gronk, ironically enough. Really, 37, 36 or so, something like oh, that. Oh, so he is, yeah. He's older than he looks, I think. Let's see. Because it doesn't seem like he's no, been he doing his thing for this long, but no. he has. Like, he is, he's older. 34. 34, 34. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, he's probably got maybe two or three years left in the tank, re- realistically. Yeah. I mean, if, you want, if you want to leave the game. At a high level. Right. Yeah. Yep, right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so who you got? So, with the Niners and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. I feel like this is, I feel like this is a good matchup. In favor of the Niners. You do. The the, the Chiefs run defense is mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. But the Chiefs make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the other thing too. Like they don't they make you not play a style of play that you want to, and they have that Super Bowl winning pedigree. Right. The Niners don't have that. And Kyle Shanahan ha- has been hearing about it since he lost with the Falcons and yeah. since he lost with the Niners the last time. Yeah, four years ago, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's my thing. Like like I feel like for me, when I look at it, when I think about it, and I got a couple of other opinions on, mm-hmm. on here too that I got sure. from some other people around the office, but for me, I feel like the Niners can win this game as long as they play their game. I think I, I don't think there's any way the Chiefs that the dictate. Chiefs can stop CMC. Yeah, his ability to do literally everything. Debo Samuel, and, you know, CMC. There, yeah, yeah, there's other there's other guys on that team now. The other question is if Brock Purdy gets rocked a little bit, right? If he mm-hmm. gets a little nervous. I'm trusting Mahomes a little more than I'm trusting Purdy just because yeah. he's been there, he's done that. Yep. But there's so much talent on that team, you know. They they kind of give Chiefs vibes before, right? Where yeah, you know, I can they, see that. There's so much talent. How do you defend all of it? Yep. But they're gonna have to run the ball, even if they get down against the Chiefs. They're gonna have mm-hmm. to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to stick to it. They did it with with the Lions, right? The thing the Ravens didn't do when they played the Chiefs is they got down and they stopped running the ball. You're only down 10. Can't go away from your identity. Don't, yeah, don't go away from what got you there. Yeah. And the 49ers aren't going to do that. No. They're, they're, they're a better coach team than the Ravens are. Yeah, I think so, too. I think um, I want the Niners to win, obviously, for CMC and for Steve Wilkes, you know, the coordinator oh, yeah. who Panthers probably should have hired, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that's in the past. You can't change that now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see those guys win, obviously, for, for those purposes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right, too. I think if the Niners don't play the, the past two weeks they have played in the postseason in terms of they look sloppy. You know, yeah. but you are so you are also in the playoffs playing the creme de la creme, right? The best That's teams true. that yeah, should yeah. be there, right? The yeah. Lions are on fire; they're playing with confidence. Um, I'm shocked that they even came back from that, but that also shows maybe this is their year. Yeah, you know, any other kind of home team possibly. 
it just only takes one bad throw towards the end there mm-hmm. or a scramble that goes wrong or something yep. that, that kind of does it, you know? Yep, so that's true. I'll, I'm going to go with the Niners, too, mm-hmm. as painful as that is being a Bay Area guy <laughs> and being from Oakland. Um, yeah. I do think the Niners are going to win. I, I, I hope it's a good game. Can I give a bold prediction yeah. real quick? And I'll, I got Jeff Taylor's prediction and Jack Taylor's okay, prediction cool. also. But I want to give a bold prediction. I think, I think the Niners will end the Kansas City dynasty hopes. Wow, they will. yeah. Yeah, no. you think it's going to be handedly. You think that it's going to be a not a domination like a you know it's over in the first quarter type yeah. of game. But I mean, do you think it's going to be like oh man, yeah? The Chiefs. I think it's going to be a hurtful loss for the right. Chiefs, right? Because I, I think the Chiefs they've been this air of dominance, right? Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they've been the team that's there over and over and over again. And really, let's be honest. The Niners kind of have been too, right? Now the Chiefs have four, yeah. right? Chiefs have, have this is their fourth Super Bowl appearance. Mm-hmm. This is the Niners' second in that same span of time, right? Um, and last year, if they don't get hurt against the Eagles, we're probably yep. thinking something. You know, you know yep. what I mean? We're probably easily could have been fifty go, fifty going, going at it again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you know, we're going Hogan Andre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's no, you're right, man. Yeah, I, that's and that's a great analogy too. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. Um, they've always kind of been to the dance, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd they be different. Very consistent. Yeah, it would be a different conversation if the Lions beat them and it's the Lions versus the Chiefs. Well, then, I mean, my goodness, you know, what do you expect is going to happen? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man, for sure. Yeah, they've sneakily been a very good football team mm-hmm. for five, six years. Yep, that's true. That's true. And Jeff Taylor, he, I, I asked him about it. He mm-hmm. said the Chiefs defense and offense has improved. The 49ers offense will get the job done. He said CMC will be the wild card, which I agree. Yep. And he said Steve Wilkes' defense will shut down the Chiefs' offense. And it's funny you say that because when you think about the Chiefs' offense and how dominant they've been, mm-hmm. shut them down, that can't happen. But look at what Baltimore did. Yeah. If Baltimore could score yeah. and not fumble at the goal line. Right. Oh, look, man. I thought he was in. Look, if, if, all you got to do is keep going. Yeah. Right? Keep doing. Keep pounding. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep pounding. I love it. All right, I'm going to stop. Look, all you got to do is just keep playing your game, Mm -hmm. and you you got it. Because the Chiefs – and that's the thing. Like, luckily for for Chiefs fans, the game is not played on paper. Mm -hmm. And on paper, the Chiefs are not nearly as talented as probably any of the teams they play throughout the playoffs. But – the game ain't played on paper, so there you go. Right. It's like a mentality thing. It's the right play calling. It's being on the right side of a turnover. It's being – there's just so much that goes into it, and you're like, how is this – you know, but, yeah, you're right. It's – you're exactly right. Yep. And then Jack Taylor, he said it's a coin toss, but kind of like, you know, can go up – Yeah. You know, it's one of those games that they're, sure. they're evenly matched. They, right. Obviously, they faced off before. He said it's a coin toss, but the Chiefs are always hard to count out. Right. He said – they can make you uncomfortable. Look what they did in previous weeks with right. you know two really good high-powered offenses. Yeah. Um, but he's hoping the Niners. You know he doesn't want to see us. He don't want to see the Swifties out there on oh the field. Oh my gosh. You know, Storm in the field. You can know. You imagine. Yeah. I know it. Uh, I know, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I just want to apologize that your Ravens uh, couldn't get it done in Baltimore. Hey, you I know, mean, but hey, I've been, been there for two weeks now. Okay? Hey, it's okay. I, Hey, I was there at the AFC Championship game when the Oakland Raiders hosted the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm like, oh, man, this is the Raiders going to make it to the Super Bowl. I get to be at the AFC Championship watching my team. And it was over in, like, I want to say the first or second quarter when Tony Saragusa 
fell on Rich Gannon. Purpose, he came out and said he did it on purpose to, mm. to hurt him. Mm. Broke his collarbone. Mm. And we had to rely on Bobby Hoink the rest of the way. Mm. Early. Yeah. And at that time, the, the Ravens defense was lights out. Yeah. So I remember the Raiders had them third and long and then a streaking Shannon Sharp across. Because we're on this end zone looking this way. So you yeah. can kind of see the place develop, which I love sitting at that angle. I don't like yeah. sitting on, on the sideline. Yeah. yeah, so you can see the place develop. And I see him come in and he catches it. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, there's, there's no one there. Yeah. And so he catches it and he's just gone towards <laughs> us. And I'm like, here comes Shannon Sharp. And I'm like, <laughs> it's over. Because you know the defense was just yep. unbelievable. Mm. And the Raiders didn't have a true backup. Who does really have yeah. a good backup? And, and that's kind of, interestingly enough, a little off topic, but that's how I felt last week, and that kind of keys back in, yeah. too. Like, if you can find a way to shut the Chiefs down, mm-hmm. that's kind of all the Ravens needed also, was just that one just, score to just right. change the tide. Yeah. And I think that's going to be kind of the pendulum that we're going to be swinging yeah. on Sunday is like, if the nine, if the Niners do get down, mm-hmm. right, or whatever it may be, or they find some struggles offensively, they can just get that one score to, to get find their way back yeah. in. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if CMC doing the scores. It's gonna have to be. I mean, I you have to have Brock Purdy has to play the best game of his career on Sunday for them to win. And, and I hands almost, down, I almost think like when you say the best game, take what they're giving you. Yeah, right. right. Go- the, the Chiefs are smart. They're gonna take. They're opportunistic. They're gonna take away what you do best. Yep. Right. Or they're just gonna try. And they're to gonna bait you. They're yep. gonna. They're gonna make you nickel and dime down the field. That's okay. Nobody. At the end of the day, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy, you're in the Super Bowl. Yep. One game away from being being a world champion in right. this league. Right. From Mr. Relevant to world yeah. champion. Right. So. This is this is your moment. Play your game. Yep. Right. Don't fall There's, into it. You know. Yep. Don't, play, fall into the don't, trap. don't fall into the trap of. Well, Cam said I was a game manager, so I gotta. Yeah. No, be that. Cause cause a Super Bowl ring, uh, I hate to say this, but a Super Bowl ring on your finger looks a lot better than what Cam's got right now. And sure. I and, and and I hate to say that, but. Yep. He you'll have something he doesn't have. You shut up everybody you win this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. You shut up Chiefs fans. You shut up everybody who called you a game manager. And even if, even if they do, I'll who take, cares? I'll take a Joe Flacco led Super Bowl and, and be yeah. a game manager all I want to. Who cares? They obviously gave you the job to manage the game, so manage the game. They, yep. you know, going into it, what they want from you, what the expectation is. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> we'll see. We'll have to wait and see, man. We'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Once I appreciate you for coming by, man. Man, it's always fun. Al- always a pleasure, this. man. Let's see what I did. We did the pound. We did the awkward thing. We did the thing, man. We did the awkward. It has. It looks too long. That's what. That's what it is. Like you know, we out of sync. Yeah, we're out of sync a little bit. But I had to give you space after the Ravens. That's true. Yeah, I appreciate that. I had to send you my. I needed. You know, I need to go in the room and just just yeah, just be okay. It's okay. Trust me, man. Been there, done that. I'm still still trying to heal from that AFC game, and that was 2000 and. I don't even know what year that was. The Ravens, they won that Super Bowl. I think it was over the Panthers, Yeah, actually, that year. No, that's no. the Patriots. Um, what year am I thinking of? The Giants? They went over the Giants? Yeah, was that 05, 04? Somewhere around there. I don't know. I'd have to dig it up and look. Well, yeah, because 04 maybe was when... Maybe earlier than that. It was earlier than that. It was, it was 2000. 2001, maybe? Because yeah, I yeah. think I actually was in high school. Um, I was in high school, and I my parents let me stay in California for Christmas break. Mm. Um, to watch, uh, to watch, um, yeah, it was 2001. Yeah. I remember that because I, you know, all my friends back when I was in New Mexico, they're like, where, how come you're not back at school? And I'm oh, like, yeah. well, 
I'm staying for the AFC Championship because school got back into session yeah. that week before. <laughs> and it was like, well, and my dad's like, this might be a once-in-a-lifetime chance to watch them play in mm-hmm. the AFC Championship at home. Oh, yeah. You know? And how long has it been since? Yeah. You know? Oh, it's been a long time. So, it's fun. Yeah, it's been fun. It's but, fun. hey, man, great time. I appreciate yep. you. Of course. Of course. Right, Always fun. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Remember the Keep Problem Podcast is on all major podcasting platforms. So check us out over there. Be sure to share the video as well. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get on out of here. Get ready for this big game. You know, I'm yeah. sure there's gonna be some good snacks going on. Oh, you, know, buffalo, you know, you yeah, know, buffalo, buffalo chicken dips. You know, shit, yeah. I mean, all that stuff. Oh, you know, like wait. wings. I mean, every, you know, yeah. I'm already fasting Jeez. for it. Yeah, I'm already fasting. You gotta, you know. You gotta be ready for Monday. You know? I, true, man. You see me sweating, and you, you, you know where I well, you don't you know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> but definitely hope you guys enjoyed the show. This has been the Keep Prowling Podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.